Natural English with Cassie. How are you doing today? I hope that you're all doing well. I'm doing pretty good at the moment. I feel much, much, much better than last week.、Um, yeah, my, all of my symptoms from COVID are pretty much gone, except for、um, I still have a little bit of a cough, just a very,、um, A very small cough,、uh, just something that's a little bit annoying but not serious. So、um, that's the only symptom I have left, but、uh, I feel kind of like my normal self again. I haven't really, I still haven't really had the energy to exercise or anything.、Um, I'm still quite tired, but、um, not as tired as I was. Last week and the week before. So, yeah, I feel much, much better.、Um, so, for today's episode, I kind of wanted to talk about Okinawa, where I'm originally from. So, I think a lot of people don't really know much about Okinawa.、Um, even, you know, like Japanese people that I talk to sometimes.、Um, A lot of people don't really know anything about Okinawa, so it's really, it's really interesting because, you know, most, most people have been to Okinawa because it's considered the Hawaii of Japan. So、um, a lot of people like to go to Okinawa on their holidays or whenever they have、um, like a, a free weekend. Or, like, during the,、uh, we have like a long, a long holiday called Golden Week, a holiday called Silver Week, and also like New Year's holiday. So, in Okinawa, we have a lot of tourists.、Um, I think, like, there are some, some years there have been more tourists than the people actually living in Okinawa. So, we have a lot of tourists coming there, and、um, we have like a lot of beach resorts. There's, there's really, really beautiful beaches and diving,、uh, sorry, diving and scuba diving and、uh, snorkeling, a lot of water sports.、Um, and I think mostly people go to Okinawa、uh, to, to do like I don't know, I guess scuba diving, surfing,、um, snorkeling, just basically playing in the ocean.、Um, and of course, because like, it's, it's really beautiful. I, I also think that Okinawa is like, pretty famous for its cuisine. So, cuisine is the type of food.、Um, so, Okinawan cuisine is really unique from. The rest of Japan.、Uh, we use like different types of vegetables,、um, different types of、uh, meat, I guess, and different types of fruits. And you know, like because it's an island, it's,、um, there's more tropical fruit. And I think actually, like a lot of islands, for some reason, a lot of islands、um, use a lot of pork. So In Okinawa, I think the most eaten type of meat is pork. And
Um, of course, people eat fish, but actually, people say that the fish in Okinawa is not as delicious as the fish in the rest of Japan. So, um, I don't really know because, like, I always eat cooked fish. I'm not a big fan of sushi,、uh, which, which is kind of unfortunate. I really wish that I liked sushi, but I just don't. <laughs>、um, yeah, I feel, I feel kind of guilty because, you know, there's so many people who want to come to Japan and eat sushi because it's so delicious. But、um, yeah, every time I go to a sushi restaurant, I try it, like I try sushi, but I just don't really like it that much. I think, I think it's just the texture. Like, I, I really am、uh, so picky about textures of foods. So, I mentioned in one of my older podcast episodes, I really hate eggs, and it's because of the texture, mostly, mostly because of the texture of eggs.、Um, and There's, there's a few different things like I really, really like. There's a,、uh, this thing here called konyaku, and it's kind of like a jelly texture, but like a really hard jelly, and it's made from、um, potatoes, sweet, po- sweet potatoes.、Uh, it's some kind of like root vegetable. And they, they use that vegetable to make this type of like block jelly. And、uh, it's usually always、um, a, savory ta- a savory taste. So it's put in like soups、um, and different, different types of Japanese dishes.、Uh, but also, you can have it as like noodles, like pasta noodles. Or you can have it as a dessert.、Um, there are different types of sweet konyaku. But yeah, I just don't really like the texture of this either. And I think it's because、um, I don't like any kind of jelly textured things. But some different jelly textures are okay. Like there's also a food called、uh, nata de coco. And I guess it's Spanish.、Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I know that I'm not pronouncing it very well. But、um, yeah, it's nata de coco. And it's like a coconut jelly. And I really, really like the texture of that. So it's a very like, specific,、um, I don't know, just a specific texture. But it's the same with raw fish, too. I don't like the texture of. Any type of raw fish. Like, I've tried different types.、Um, and yeah, I, I like it when it's cooked. I think it's really great. Like, I love fish, but just when it's raw,、uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan.、Um, and it's the same with beef as well. Like, I don't like it when the beef is undercooked. Like, when you get a steak,、uh, some people like to have the steak. Rare or medium rare or something, but I don't like the texture of the inside when it's kind of it's kind of、um, squishy, maybe. I think squishy is a good adjective for this. It's like、um, when you squeeze 
something and it just kind of, uh, it, <laughs> I don't know, I, I guess it's kind of hard to describe, but if you can imagine, um, like a rare steak and the inside is not cooked all the way through, uh, yeah, I don't like that texture. So I'm very picky. I know I'm really annoying to be around uh, whenever like we go to we go to a restaurant or a cafe or something. I know I'm so annoying, but I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help it that I'm so picky. Um, I know that like some of my ex-boyfriends uh, would like would really be annoyed by me whenever I didn't eat something. <laughs> and I think Liam is also sometimes annoyed by me when, when I don't eat stuff. Like, I don't like the texture of mushrooms either. So, um, whenever we uh, have dinner, I always like pick out the mushrooms and pick out the broccoli. Because actually I'm allergic to broccoli. But um, I have to like pick out a lot of things from my food and put it onto his plate and he always rolls his eyes at me he all like whenever you roll your eyes just imagine somebody literally like their their eyeballs are going up and around and coming back and that means that someone is like kind of annoyed at you or they're tired of you <laughs> so I know that it's kind of annoying to eat with me, um, but yeah, I don't know, I just, I can't, it's something that I can't help, like I can't do anything about this, um, but uh, I know that I'm kind of going off track with the topic because the original topic was supposed to be talking about Okinawa. Um, but I think maybe it was good to talk about this because there there's lots of different um, adjectives and lots of situations that you might use to describe yourself as well. But anyways, um, so let's get back on track and go back to the topic. Uh, so in Okinawa, right, people say that the fish is not as good, but um, the... I, I honestly, I don't think that Okinawan food in general is that delicious. Like, it's a lot of stir-fry. Like, it's a very, it feels very comfortable to me. Like, there's a lot of comfort dishes because I grew up eating mostly Okinawan food because that's what my mom would cook and that's what um, my, my grandmother would cook as well. And um, a lot of my family, you know, they like they they always cooked Okinawan food, and so I just remember like <clears throat> a lot of stir fries. So that's when you have like different types of vegetables and maybe a little bit of meat, and then you just cook it all together in a pan, and maybe some some seasoning like salt and pepper, um, and of course you know like different. Um, different seasonings like soy sauce, maybe some sweet sake or something like that. Um, and of course it was good, but it's not, it's, it's very like humble 
Humble meaning there's nothing that special about Okinawan foods, really. Um, I really, really like purple sweet potato. I think that purple sweet potato is like one of the best foods in the world. It's supposed to be really, really healthy. Um, and also, it's, it's just really, really good. It's really delicious. And um, Okinawa does a purple sweet potato ice cream. And it is my most favorite ice cream ever. So it's the best ice cream I've ever had is purple sweet potato. So if you ever get a chance to try it, you should definitely try it. Um, but yeah, like there's Okinawan soba. And soba is like a, it's, it's like a, just a noodle, a noodle soup. And it's, it's fine, but, but it's not like, I don't know if it's that special. Cause it's just, the soba isn't even made with soba um, flour. It's made with regular wheat flour. And um, there's like, two bits of pork on top and the broth is just like a salty broth um but so you know like people really love it like tourists whenever they go to okinawa they're like oh i want to eat okinawan soba and i want to have goya champuru goya is like um a bitter melon and it really is it's it's very very bitter um but when you cook it with um, tofu and spam or pork and egg then it's not so bitter anymore and it actually really works well together it's a really nice dish and goya is supposed to have a lot of um, health benefits a lot of good antioxidants um, but a lot of the dishes that my mom and my grandmother made had a lot of cabbage and I just remember eating like when I was a child I remember eating a lot of cabbage <laughs> and um, I think that after eating so much cabbage like I didn't want to eat cabbage anymore um, but now when I eat cabbage when I cook it for myself I feel like oh it's very comfortable because um, I, ate, I ate a lot of cabbage when I was younger um, yeah, of course, you know, like, my my mom is a really, really good cook, I think, and she, she also makes really good American dishes, too. Like, um, my dad, because he was from the southern part of America, he had a lot of um, comfort foods that he wanted my mom to cook, so my mom had to learn how to cook different southern american comfort comfort foods um one in particular is called biscuits and gravy so a biscuit in american english is like a scone in british english um so it's it's a um it's like made with flour and butter uh I, I, I think that's it. I don't think there's any eggs in there. I think it's just flour and butter <laughs> and milk. Yeah, flour, butter, milk. And then you just like 
um, make little uh, little balls with the dough and you put them in the oven and it seems like it should be eaten with sweet things like maybe you can eat it with some jam or some butter or some honey or something but in um, America like where my dad was from Virginia uh, but it was it was very close to Tennessee so this is known as the South and um, there there are very specific foods that people in the South eat and biscuits and gravy is one of the the most famous ones so um, the gravy is a white sauce so you just mix like um, th like you cook bacon fat or sausage fat with flour and milk and then um, put like salt and pepper and it's supposed to make like a really good white gravy sauce that you put on the biscuits and uh, it's really really not healthy <laughs> but it's really good um, and I think a lot of people it's kind of like an acquired taste so an acquired taste is something that you like after you get used to it so maybe you know for a lot of people beer or coffee are acquired tastes so when you first try it um, maybe it's not so good it's not that good when you first uh, when you first drink a glass and once you get used to it and once you drink it more regularly then it becomes more of an acquired taste so it's something that is not delicious to everyone but kind of becomes delicious after after a while um, so biscuits and gravy is kind of one of those those things I think but everybody in the South of America eats it um, so my mom also was really good at making like American comfort dishes um, so I grew up with American food and Japanese food or Okinawan food in the house um, but I think I always preferred I think I always preferred Japanese food um, but I think my favorite my favorite food might be pizza um, and to be honest I'm sorry to like I'm sorry to my Japanese listeners but I don't think Japan is good at making pizza <laughs> I'm sorry I, I just think that every other country I've been to has been really good at making pizza but every time I eat pizza here it's just not good it's like it's that the, the dough shouldn't be that soft and the toppings are not um, not correct <laughs> I used to work in a pizza restaurant, so um, I feel like very picky about the dough and how the pizza is prepared. Like I used to make the dough and I used to make the sauce homemade and um, I, I, I just am very picky about pizza, but uh, yeah, I think Japan like there's there's like a Japanese version of pizza and um, there's like corn and mayonnaise and squid or something on the pizza and yeah I just 
I, I, th I think it's good. Like, I really like corn mayo pizza, but, um, I don't know. There's just something, something a bit different. So, um, you know, like, Japan has really, really good other foods, but I really wish that people would, would be better at making pizza. <laughs> Um, one of my dreams, when, whenever we move, like, whenever we get a house, um, I want to get a, well, I want to, like, build a pizza oven. So, I think you can make it out of bricks, um, and maybe, like, some concrete, but you just make a pizza oven outside, and you can use, like, firewood, and, uh, heat up the oven, and you can make your own um, your own pizza. So that's one of my dreams when I get a little bit older. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, I'm sorry, I keep going off track. So about Okinawa, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the history because, um, the, well, the history and also modern times. I think just to sum it up, um, Okinawa has had a very, um, a very complex past, a very complex history, and even now, um, it's very complex living there, because um, it used to be its own kingdom called the Ryuk Ryukyu Kingdom, and it was um, many different islands. Uh, but mainly, you know, the Okinawa main island, and then there were the outer, the outer islands of Okinawa. Um, and then in the 1800s, Japan took over, and they kind of annexed Okinawa. So um, they just said, like, well, you know, we want to add Okinawa to Japan, but we don't want Okinawa to be Japan yet kind of thing. So it was kind of like Okinawa belonged to Japan but not really. So um, you know like how how different countries or different territories they say like I'm gonna say this is my land just because I can get some benefit. So Japan wanted Okinawa because Okinawa was close to China and we were doing trade with China and Japan wanted the benefits of that so um, Japanese people went to Okinawa and said okay Okinawans um, we're going to say that you are part of us so we can kind of trade with China through you so um, after after uh, Japan annexed Okinawa, um, well, after they annexed the Ryukyu Kingdom, then they called it Okinawa, and then eventually they became part of Japan. And uh, in uh, in the 1900s, during World War II, um, it was also kind of a difficult a difficult time because. Uh, Japan was Japan was like going to Okinawa and kind of like telling the Okinawans that 
um, the Americans are all going to kill them, so you have to, uh, you know, sacrifice yourself. And it was, it was a little bit of brainwashing in, in Okinawa by the Japanese. And so, actually, um, a lot of people in Okinawa um, decided to commit suicide. And so, a lot of people would jump off of these suicide cliffs because they were so afraid that the Americans were going to come and to, like, attack them and um, just maybe, like, torture them. So to torture someone means um, to hurt them for, like, a really long time. Um, to be, to do something that is very, very painful to someone for, for quite a long time. Um, and then uh, the Americans came to Okinawa and actually they realized that they were there to help them. So um, then, you know, like Japan um, uh, gave up, I guess, and we lost the war against, um, well, we lost the war in World War II. And uh, then America took over Okinawa. So Okinawa became part of America's territory. And during that time, um, everybody had to drive on the right side of the road. So Japan, usually we drive on the left side, but because now it was American territory, everyone drove on the right side and everyone was using American dollars. Um, there were all of the American military bases set up. Um, so I think it was maybe 30 years, maybe 30 or 40 years that America, I, I could be wrong, uh, don't, don't use me as fact, because I, I could be wrong, um, but it was, it was quite a long time that America had the territory, and then um, in the 1970s, Okinawa was returned to Japan. So one day, you know, like the Okinawan people were driving on the right side of the road and using American dollars, and then the next day, everyone started driving on the left side of the road and using Japanese yen again. Um, so, Amer I mean, sorry, the Okinawans were really happy about this because they didn't want to be under American rule anymore. They didn't want to be ruled by Americans. Um, so actually the Okinawans were pretty happy to be back under Japanese rule because they thought that if, um, if they would get back under Japanese rule, then um, the American military bases would leave. So most people, most Okinawan people were hoping that the American military bases would leave after um, Japan took the territory again, but um, unfortunately that did not happen. So now there are still many, 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 many American military bases on Okinawa. Um, I think it's like uh, 27 or 26 or 27 different military bases in Okinawa and 
Um, we also have the largest military base in all of Asia. So there's a military base called Kadena, and it's the largest military base in Asia uh, for Americans. And there's just like a huge population of American military in Okinawa. And this brings us to modern day. So right now, um, America, I mean, Okinawa is still very, very complex because um, there's a lot of people who are against the American military bases and there are people who are pro-military bases, but I think the majority of people in Okinawa are against um, the Japanese government because the Japanese government made them think that um, the American military, military bases will leave after they took control of Okinawa again. Um, so most people in Okinawa don't vote for the um, for the ruling party in Japan. So the main party in Japan, most prefectures, you know, like they all vote for the the um, the popular party right now. Uh, but Okinawa always votes um, for the opposition party and mostly like independent um, parties in politics. So uh, yeah, right now the the kind of atmosphere in Okinawa is very much like nobody cares about us. So a lot of people in Okinawa feel like um, you know, the Japanese government doesn't care about us because we keep telling them we don't want the American military here, but they don't listen. They just keep building new new military bases. Um, and, you know, like, the Okinawan people, like, the local people and the American military people have to live in the same area together. And... This also causes a lot of conflict because a lot of the American military are just young men and they've never been to a different country before. They are young, like they probably haven't been to university. Um, they just joined the military right out of high school. Um, so, you know, like th this is the kind of military that's in Okinawa. Of course, there are lots of other types of people, um, but a lot of people, um, I would say most military people that are living in Okinawa, they have never been to a different country and they don't really know how to like um, integrate into another culture. So to integrate means to like blend into, um, to mix into, so, uh, yeah, a lot of the American military people, they, they don't integrate into Japan. And um, this causes a lot of tension between the local people in Okinawa and um, the American military because um, there is a lot of noise pollution. So um, there's always, like, jets and planes flying over Okinawa and they are very 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 loud um, so 
it's like really, really difficult even to hear, to, to talk to somebody who's right next to you because the planes are so loud. And like for the, for the school children in school, um, during their lessons, if a plane flies over, they can't hear each other. Like they can't hear the teacher. So um, like this has been a problem for uh, since World War II, you know, like since the American military has been in Okinawa, that's been a problem. And um, the government always talks about it. And like the Okinawan government keeps asking the Japanese government, like, can we please stop this? Like, um, you know, all of these American military bases are in Okinawa. Like, why, why can't we move them somewhere else? Or can we do something about this? Like, like the government keeps asking the Japanese government, please help us. Like, we really need to fix these kinds of problems. And there's been other, other accidents in Okinawa where parts of the plane like some metal parts of the plane will fall onto elementary schools and they end up killing some children. So um, this has happened a couple of times and um, there, there were like drunk military members who were driving and maybe killed some local people. Of course, I know, you know, like the Okinawan local people also drunk drive um, and kill people but like uh, this has been a problem with the American military so they're very very strict about it now um, but you know maybe 20 years ago or something uh, it was a common thing and um, you know like different uh, rapes and murders like it, it happened um, men, many times, like, it shouldn't happen at all, it should, it should be zero, you know, the, the amount of crimes should be zero, but, but they happen a lot, um, so this, this is a point of conflict and a point of tension between, um, the local Okinawan people and the American military along with the Japanese government. Um, and so, yeah, there's, there's a lot of different problems, a lot of different issues, um, and, yeah, I think it's kind of the reason why me and Liam also, we didn't really feel comfortable living in Okinawa anymore. Like, when I was a child, I had good memories of living there, but I was living on the American military base, and my view was as an American. And then when I was living there as a local person, you know, not, not with the military at all, it was really, really annoying. Like, um, people wouldn't really speak to me because um, they thought that I was just an American. So whenever I would go to like the convenience store or the supermarket, um, like, nobody would try to speak Japanese to me because almost nobody in the American military speaks Japanese. 
So like they'll go to the convenience store or the supermarket and they don't speak any Japanese, they only speak English. And so for the workers in the supermarkets and convenience stores, it's very uh, difficult for them because they don't really speak English. And, um, you know, they have like a lot of uh, bad experiences where they try to, to ask an American person, like, do you need a bag? Or, like, this is your total, your total is $31, $31 or something. Um, but it's, it's, it's really difficult because the worker doesn't speak English and the customer doesn't speak Japanese. Um, so that's, that's what they're used to. So whenever they see someone who looks foreign, the worker just doesn't speak at all. Like they, they just stay silent. And for me, I always thought it was kind of, it was kind of rude, but it was understandable because they thought that I was American and that I couldn't speak Japanese. Um, so they just stayed silent. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it was really annoying and I think that um, I didn't want to I didn't want to live in a place where the workers didn't speak to me and like didn't treat me like like a human <laughs> like it was it was kind of um, it, it, it always made me really sad you know like or it made me kind of uh, angry, you know, like whenever I would go to the store and then they would just ignore me because they thought that I couldn't speak Japanese. Everywhere else that I've lived in Japan, they don't treat me like that because usually in in every other place in Japan, um, the foreigners that live there, they know how to speak Japanese, you know, like they, they practice um, Japanese and they study Japanese, but in Okinawa, the American military, they just don't. Like, I, I, I don't think I knew anyone that, that actually spoke good Japanese in the American military, you know? Um, so, yeah, that was kind of my experience living in Okinawa. I know that it all sounds, like, kind of negative. Like, everything that I've said up until now, it sounds kind of negative, but... Um, I really do love Okinawa, like, it's my home, you know, and that's, um, I, whenever I go back, I always feel like, yeah, this is my home, um, but it doesn't really feel like home anymore, because I notice, you know, like, after you grow up, and then you realize different things, um, yeah, I just noticed that, actually, it's not a very pleasant place for me to live, um, and I want to be in a place where I can just speak Japanese to people and then they will just speak Japanese back to me and not really hesitate. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's kind of the reason why um, me and Liam didn't really enjoy living there so much. Um, of course, you know, it's really, really beautiful and, like, um, people are usually very friendly, and, uh, yeah, there's, there's some good things about it, but, um, yeah, it just doesn't really fit our lifestyle, I guess. 
so now we're we're looking at different places to move. I think number one place right now that we're we're interested in is Hokkaido. So it's the it's it's the opposite of Okinawa. <laughs> it's the most northern part of Japan, the most northern island. So Okinawa is the most southern island and Hokkaido is the most northern island and it's huge. Um, and it seems like it's mostly winter most of the year. So Okinawa is like summertime all year long. Um, the temperature doesn't go, doesn't go below about 14, 14 degrees. Like it never gets cold. Um, but Hokkaido seems like it's mostly cold <laughs> and snowing all the time. Um, but it seems like a like a pretty nice place. So we're gonna go visit in October and see how it is. Um, and it looks like actually the the houses are more affordable. So um, yeah, in Okinawa, like houses are just not affordable. It's because a lot of people move there, and um, I think the the house prices have just uh, they the house prices have just gone up so drastically um, in the last maybe like 15 years or something. Uh, it looks like the house prices in Okinawa are really, really expensive. But the rest of Japan, it seems like the house prices are really good for some reason. Um, maybe because Okinawa, there's not much land. Um, and a lot of people want to live in Okinawa because it's so beautiful. Um, and it's like a paradise, you know, like it's it's got really beautiful beaches and really nice weather except for it, it is really humid like during most of the year the humidity is really high so I think the humidity is like over over 80% for most of the year so it can get kind of uncomfortable um, but uh, the house prices are really high there, but in Hokkaido, when we were looking at the houses, they looked like they were all pretty cheap, and the houses were were uh, pretty spacious, and they they all had some yard, like some um, some space to just hang out outside and build a pizza oven and different things like that. Um, so yeah, we're we're pretty interested in that, but also. Another prefecture we're interested in is Nagano Prefecture, and um, it's it's like it right in basically like right in the middle of Japan. It's landlocked, a landlocked prefecture. Landlocked means that there, like none of the land is touching the ocean. It's only touching land. Um, so. Well, I we we don't have any trips planned to Nagano Prefecture yet. We might go sometime in the near future, um, but we want to check out Hokkaido first. All right. Well, I guess I'll finish up here for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this little um, chat about Okinawa, and maybe I'll talk more about the history and um, different things like that in future podcasts if you're interested. Um, I hope you guys have a good day and or a 
good afternoon or a good evening and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye-bye.